0: Catholic business professionals, networking, opportunities, sharing the Catholic faith, giving back to the church community. In Catholic business, principle matters. Have you ever been stood up for an appointment? Or have you ever stood anyone up? Do you struggle with making commitment? Or has someone you known not lived up to their word or promise? Or have you failed to honor your word or your promise? This is Mark Meyer together with Michael Olin, and today we'll be discussing honoring your commitments. Thank you for joining us again today, but as always, let's begin with a prayer, Michael.
1: Thank you, Mark, in the name of the Father, Son,
0: Holy Spirit, Amen.
1: God, I thank you for allowing me to have doubts even while I have faith. Your gift of free will always gives me room to experience a deep belief that becomes stronger through times of doubt. I ask you to overcome those moments, days, or even months of unbelief. Thank you for sending people my way, who have encouraged me to see you during hardship. The gift of faith is holy and precious. Pray that I will hold on to it tightly at all times, especially in the midst of doubt. Amen. Amen.
0: Michael, in our episode uh, dealing with difficult people, you might recall I mentioned there are three types of people that get under my skin. And I've since had time to think about it, and there are a lot more. but I'm I'm not going to share Uh, But in all seriousness, um, at the very top of my list, you might recall that I said, people who make promises and do not live up to them. Well, I had also mentioned there was an exception though to that one. And that is, for an example, if there's a valid reason or things that are outside of someone's control, but provided they communicate and communicate timely. Mm -hmm. That they're not gonna be able to honor that promise or that commitment. Um, I spoke about those people who make promises to complete a task or to meet someone and yet never call or text to say that they're going to be late. And what that in fact comes down to is people who don't honor their commitments and people who are willing to casually give their word and are
1: casually willing to break it. And Mark, I think, you know, that that brings up uh, obviously a very interesting point, and I think a part of of, of anything, especially business, and f- and raising a family, also is 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 making that understanding, and which gets to communication, and and I think a lot of times with today's. I guess technology or the texting and, and, and what the, and the understanding, I don't think today that a lot of people understand of what actually making a commitment is because of it's come now where it seems like everybody's looking for the bigger, better deal.
0: When well, you bring up an excellent point. In fact, the more I thought about this topic, um, you had mentioned not only the workplace, but family. And the more I thought about it, um, it doesn't really matter whether it's the workplace or whether it's your personal life. Because there's no distinction, there is no difference no. in honoring commitments. The important question is what does honoring our commitments say about each one of us personally? I would go as far as to state that it is part of our very character, it is a quality that attracts people to us and enhances our relationships and even presents opportunities. Mm-hmm or gets rid of opportunities, right? right? So conversely, when we fail to honor our commitments, we tarnish our image and we have a negative effect on our reputation. And that can create a barrier to our personal achievements and literally erect a roadblock against our own success. And so by honoring our commitments, we create a strong foundation that will garnish support for ourselves and for our endeavors. And as a result, we are recognized as a person of integrity and a person of character, and someone that others can trust.
1: Agreed. And Mark, don't you think, though, that a lot of times people don't really know? Well, I don't know people, but I say, uh, know how to actual honor commitments i think people go into situations where they mean well a lot of times and i take examples of children with their grades and in school no one goes out i think not to be successful or not to make good grades but i think they make commitments to their parents and they mean well and they want to do it and they struggle but maybe they just don't know how to do it too and they don't have people available to them or surround themselves with people agreed but Help them And in, in, our, that. in our
0: second and even our final and third segment, mm-hmm. um, we're going to talk in depth about people who make commitments that can honor them and also how mm-hmm. you can go about better honoring your commitments. Um, but in the meantime, Cavett Robert, who's an author and professional speaker from Mississippi, and he was founder of the National Speakers Association, and he died in 1997, um, but he once wrote character is the ability to carry out a good resolution long after the excitement of the moment has passed and that to me is huge Mm -hmm. michael how true is that you know i can tell you personally that when i or an employee comes up with a great idea it creates an excitement Mm -hmm. you know a newfound opportunity that we can all strive for a common goal um and it is a newfounded energy amongst the entire team, oftentimes. But that excitement is almost always short lived. What is most important becomes our ability to remain focused, committed to the task at hand, steadfast, persistent, and determined to see every task through. That is what creates character and integrity, not the excitement.
1: And I think you are right, Mark, and I think a lot of times. You know, we're called as fathers as of our families, as business owners, to sometimes guide these individuals down to deliver their commitments and, and, and set up systems accountability rather than to be set up for failure to set up for success. I mean, there's, there's always this, this old saying, I think, no one plans to fail, they just fail to plan. And then part of planning exactly. is setting up a system so that they don't. I think that, you know, the good Lord blesses us with free will, but through the free will, we obviously have choices, which we always go on our own a lot of times. (laughs) And then we come back, but I do believe uh, there was an old saying and I, and I repeat it because it means so much. And I remind myself of it and share it with my family all the time is that I trust in God alone, but have faith in humans because humans have free will, which sometimes leads to the other stuff. But God alone, if you look to him, the commitment and a direction is there for you.
0: That's exactly right. And, you know, honoring commitments also impacts all dimensions of life, as we already talked about, you know, not just your work life, but your family life. Um, you know, do you honor your commitments that you make to your boss or your team? You know, do you show up for them, in other words, when they need you? Even in tough or uncomfortable situations, are you there? And are you there mentally, not just physically? Do you honor the commitments you make to your family, to your friends? Do you keep the promises you make to them? How about this? Do you honor the commitments you make to yourself? Or how about, do you honor the commitments you make to God? Starting with the ones we made at baptism and through confirmation.
1: And that's a big one, Mark. And uh, if you do, what are you doing to get to that goal? Of honoring and fulfilling the commitment because that's really what it comes to day in and day out in each second that we live
0: absolutely absolutely well let me first say that i believe the ability to follow up on what is promised is one of the most important qualities you can ask for in a person to me it's perhaps the most important mechanism behind a successful working team
1: well we've got to take a break right now you're listening to principal matters with mark Meyer and mike lowland stay tuned for our second segment
0: The Catholic Medical Association supports your right to know. The birth control pill has been available for over 50 years. When it was released to market in 1960, it was thought to be a miracle drug that would free women's lives and improve family life. However, now we know that women who use the pill for a minimum of four years prior to having their first baby have a 52%
1: higher risk of developing breast cancer, while women who use the pill for more than five years are four times more likely to develop cervical cancer. To find out more, visit cathmed.org.
0: this is principle matters welcome back once again where we share and explore ways to integrate and incorporate our catholic faith into the workplace and beyond in this episode we're talking about honoring your commitments and before the break i'd asked the question do you honor the commitments you've made to god and so you know not honoring your commitments Is nothing new (laughs) so so going back even into the old testament to malachi um, the people of judah with the priest even leading the way had failed to keep their covenant agreement with god they treated god with disrespect they dishonored his name they treated sacred things as common they turned away from god's law they disobeyed his commandments and with the most egregious display of dishonor some men even divorced their jewish wives breaking their vows so that they could marry pagan women so this again goes on a very long time um we had talked about also you know honoring the commitments and you you had started to mention this in the first segment of whether or not it's a personal choice or is it a character trait Mm -hmm. so you know i i suppose it can be both but either way If you don't have it, you're going to have a short shelf life on my team uh, because I don't put up with people who don't honor their commitments or or their promises because you fail to gain people's respect and their trust. And to me, nothing is more disappointing in a person.
1: What you just said, you failed to gain the respect and trust and not just in the workplace, it also is in the family with your spouse and your children. So you will lose your position. That's right. And so that's why it's so important yeah, to honor be, your Yeah, because we had briefly mentioned also
0: that failing to honor your commitments, and the most important thing of this whole show and segment, is failing to honor your commitments affects more than just ourselves. It affects others in every single circumstance. I am of the opinion that some who fail to see how their commitments affect others must either be selfish or irresponsible or both so you said sometimes people just forget
1: yes and i don't know if they forget mark because i i can say that but i think that people are going to number one tell you what you want to hear obviously (laughs) and then number two is i think a lot of times they tell you what they would want to do but are they willing to do the actions it's like anything out there you can have faith but without actions you're never going to achieve where you need to be or be whole because uh, uh, God requests Yeah, when,
0: in our third segment, when we talk about some potential solutions as mm-hmm. to how you can better honor your commitments, I will talk about whether or not you, um, you tell people what they want to hear, okay, as, as probably a failure in your part if you're mm-hmm. doing that. But the truth of the matter is I think it's arrogant not to consider or care about how inaction on your part is going to put more of a burden on others down the line. So even if you simply procrastinate or you delay your part on a project, as an example, it's obvious that time has to be made up somewhere. And usually, it's on the back of someone who can be depended on to take up your slack if you don't honor your commitments. And oftentimes, that means the person who does it has now negatively or adversely impacted their own family because they've had to take time away from their family in order to make the task happen it's a sacrifice on their part and so I understand more than anyone that things sometimes come up and uh, against our control but if you're constantly inconsistent then your problem is not the unexpected constantly rearing its ugly head the problem is that you have poor organizational skills and the inability to gauge your own bandwidth and so therefore in my organization that would mean it's time for you to go and so I don't wanna be so curt and honest about it but if you promise to deliver and you can't deliver then don't promise it's that simple you know I used to have a very simple saying with my kids when they were very small and probably just getting out of diapers your poor planning does not my emergency make? In other words, don't make your problems someone else's.
1: And a lot of that <laughs> times, Mark, it is chaos because that's what it creates, as you know, in, in the workplace and at home if, if for some odd reason you you are putting out fires after the fact because of that individual maybe not fulfilling right. their commitment to it. And a lot of times, you know, and, and you brought it up through, through, I think, Sometimes things come up that they're unplanned, unforeseen, but obviously if there becomes a pattern to that, then sometimes it's like anything you look within or the answer really is in the mirror and you need to do your self-reflection. That's right. And saying that, you know, I I need to change some of this to get a different result. Because you'll keep the definition of insanity, keep doing the same thing over and and over, you'll get the same result.
0: Yeah. And I must say, you know, come down, coming down off my soapbox from way up there. (laughs) um, I I, liked it. I liked it. I, I do feel very fortunate and blessed to have the family I have and the friends I have and, and the work team that I've always had throughout my life an internal staff of people who nearly always followed through on what they promise. And it's often done while they deal with constantly erratic schedules as we all have today. Um, brought on by others, typically, who poorly plan. <laughs> so, you know, and, and I've always been involved in businesses with high volumes and high expectations, you know, and, and very big stress limits. So we were paid to perform. And so non-performance was never an option on our part, or I would have lost contracts. I would have lost the company. And so in my career, I've been in both those situations where my staff and I were left to scramble around to fill holes that were brought on by others. And in those situations, I could never bring myself to understand how a person cannot realize that an act of negligence eventually trickles down to someone else's shoulders. And so more often than not, there wasn't even as much as a courtesy of an apology for not following through. And so I also don't understand how someone who's going through the trouble of securing work, as hard as that can be sometimes to find a job, can be so blasé or callous about actually doing it. So, And and you know Merriam-Webster defines commitment. Kind of interesting when I look that one up. By using words such as promise, a pledge, an obligation, loyalty, it also lists synonyms such as allegiance, fidelity, dedication, loyalty, faithfulness, piety, and steadfastness. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like I'm reading off a list of the seven gifts
1: and 12 first fruits of the Holy Spirit. I mean, think about this while you're reading how my brain's going all different ways, but I'm thinking this commitment and, and what, are, what are we, and where we live today in our time, and, and, and I look at just like I know... In our era, when we first got started, when we, we were going to have dinner every night at, on Friday nights at 5 o'clock, I could tell you to, on a Monday that I was having dinner at 5 o'clock on a Friday night because we all made a commitment to our parents, our family, and we knew what we had to do. If you try that today, and today's that far out, Lord forbid, you know, everybody, the children, and you everybody's like, let's just wait and we'll text each other. You know, uh, at 3 o'clock or check in with Friday. And, and, and what are we breeding out there because we're giving – it's not that we want to give that, but where we are right now is that we give a reason not to make a commitment, it seems like, because we're promoting a right. bigger, better deal. And as leaders, and when we also – and I find myself a lot of times, even prior to coming to the show today for the recording, thinking of – Well, I really got this to do, or I got all this other stuff. I'm trying to get out of town. Uh, You know, maybe I could push it back to 1130 from 11. You know, and and, then he's moving back to time and all this. But no, I made a commitment. You just got to be there. It's part of the culture. I respect to y'all.
0: Exactly. And it's part of the culture today. You know, just a few months ago, during his weekly general audience in St. Peter's Square, Pope Francis said, bring honor back to keeping one's promises, which must be made in full freedom and kept by making sacrifices. The beauty of love and promises is that they are carried out in freedom. So please don't go anywhere and we'll conclude that thought when we come back to our next segment. And we'll be right back to complete our discussion on honoring your commitments.
1: Each person has dignity and worth, not because of his physical abilities or occupation, not because of her skin color or status, each person is valuable, not because of his productivity or age, but because we are human, created by God in his own image and likeness, and neither economics nor emotions should alter the length of each person's gift to humanity. Welcome back to Principle Matters. This is Michael O'Lynn, along with my co-host and friend, Mark Meyer. And you're listening to the third segment on honoring your commitment. So if you missed the first two segments to get us to this closing conversation, uh, please visit us at principalmatters.org. And we also have our pre-recorded other shows that we have done. So Mark. Take it up where we left off because I can't wait to hear it. You always end with a bang.
0: Well, you know, (laughs) yeah, no pressure. Um, You know, in the second segment, actually, where I did leave us off was with what Pope Francis Francis. was saying during uh, his his, uh, address to the general audience. But because of the time constraints, what I want to do is kind of just quickly start getting into now. What are some thoughts behind how we can improve honoring our commitments or even improve helping others to honor their commitments to us? Um, And then if we have time at the end, getting back into uh, what the Holy Father had said. Um, But when it comes, let's let's talk a second about being a leader in a workplace. Um, When it comes to leadership sins, as it were, there's perhaps nothing more consistently offensive than failing to do what's been promised. Why? Because when leaders fail to follow through on commitments, big or small, makes no difference when they fail to follow through on commitments it's hard on others people notice they remember and they care when they're let down consequently they lose respect for their leader as we talked about earlier and this impacts their motivation as well as their productivity if you ever struggled with following through Remember that your direct reports are watching. And they're evaluating your ability to honor commitments simply because you're a leader. No different with being a father or a mother or a teacher or a priest or anyone in a position of authority or leadership, which is basically everybody on the face of this earth at some point in their life. Honor your commitments. If you want to be respected, you've just got to do what you say you're going to do. Having a disciplined, conscientious approach to managing follow-through will make you better at keeping commitments. For me, when I say I'm going to do something, I don't just assume I'll remember my promise because I probably won't, <laughs> especially every year that goes by, it gets worse. So what I do is I write it down, Or immediately put it on my calendar as I just did with our next taping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I will forget. And I don't assume I will remember, so I also set reminders the day before to go off. Also, communicate often. You know, I like to let others know what they can expect, whether it be employees or clients or friends or my children. And I also like to let them know when they can expect it, as well as who will likely be impacted or involved. I take commitments very seriously. And every commitment you make is a moment of truth. An opportunity to to create positive impressions about your leadership ability and your character. The more positive impressions you make, the greater your chances will be of winning the trust of those around you. But do you really need that trust? Yes because trust is the seed for growing relationships. And healthy relationships are at the heart of building successful, sustainable business ventures as well as personal relationships.
1: And Mark, it's, you're right, it's a lonely world out there and you do need relationships and, and, and you do need fellowship that makes all the difference in the world and it, and it is done through trust, commitments, and, and follow through, and I think we're all called to be leaders in our own capacity, whatever they might be, whether you're working behind a desk, a reception, uh, at a, at a, a doctor's office, or if you're at the top, the CEO, CFO, COO, whatever capacity you're working within, as a, as a father of a family, a brother, a son, a grandson, you are called to a commitment, and, and God calls you to that commitment, which is to honor him. And, and and through the commitment and through the commandments which are out there and, and those are your commitments there it's right there it's pretty simple I think anybody can read them and they know how to do it but you got to be reminded as you mentioned because we somehow seem to forget <laughs> and as you get older that's it gets right. harder and harder well you
0: just mentioned about God you know remember God honors His commitments that's right He He
1: absolutely. keeps His
0: promises He fulfills His word
1: He's always there. He promised you he would always be
0: there for you. Yeah. And so when you choose not to quit, even when the tough gets going, you're being most like God. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. (laughs) So when you give to you, yeah, and when you give your word to someone, you're also giving it to the Lord. Yeah. The Lord teaches us in the Bible that we must not go back on our promises even when we, or if we, have to pay a higher price. Our promises are taken seriously, and we will be held accountable for them. Changing our minds is not acceptable to the Lord. When we honor our commitments, we are like God. You know, Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 4 states, it is better not to make a vow than to make it and not fulfill it. So you had brought that up in the first segment about people overcommitting. Yeah. Indeed. And so, what I say to that is never overcommit. A lot of leaders often say yes because they don't know how to say no. Others overcommit because they're afraid of how it might appear if they don't, as you were alluding to. What they fail to understand, however, is that it's far worse to overpromise and underdeliver than not to commit it in the first place. What's more is that people actually have respect for leaders who know when to say no and who can recognize their own limitations. So when you're faced with the decision to make a commitment or a promise, Mm -hmm. don't take it lightly, no matter how trivial the commitment seems to appear. Make sure it's something you can do, you want to do, and most importantly, we'll use good follow through to make sure it gets done.
1: Mark, and that is what makes you who you are. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, no, each of us, but you in particular, because you're, you're so adamant about it the way I'm you passionate. Just said it. And I'm watching him right now, and it, he is so accurate about that. I mean, it, it's, I don't know how to say it any better than right on. So, honoring your commitment, the path, and you've laid it out, and, and it's so important to us in our calling as leaders.
0: Well, God bless us all, and let's end with a prayer then okay, on that Lord. note. Go ahead. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord God, you who called yourself the way, the truth, the life, instill within each of our hearts a passion for truth in all that we do. Grant us the grace of personal and institutional integrity, especially as it relates to honoring our commitments to others. May we not be found lacking in integrity, but rather be characterized by our integrity, as it honors our Father in heaven. We make this prayer with humble hearts and thanksgiving, and in Jesus' name, amen. Principal Matters
1: is a production of Catholic Community Radio.